It's time for the O Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, CW. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to hit that bell, subscribe on any and all podcasting platforms, tell a friend or two, and help out this show so we can grow the audience. Let's talk about Raw that just happened. It is Valentine's Day to kind of date this episode. We're going to do a quick recap of last night's Monday Night Raw and also answer a question, what is going on with Mustafa Ali? So this was the go-home show for the Elimination Chamber, uh, the Raw go-home show for Elimination Chamber, which is happening on Saturday, uh, Saturday evening. Should be a good premium live event. I'm still not comfortable saying that. I still think pay-per-view is uh, the way it should be, but that's just the old man talking inside me. Uh, The main event was a weird impromptu triple threat match that didn't really make a whole lot of sense that descended into wild chaos and didn't move any story forward. Becky Lynch came out the beginning of Raw and said that her road to WrestleMania was unclear, which I truly appreciated because the only thing I kept thinking was now that Becky beat Bailey at the in that cage match, there was no real reason for her to be at WrestleMania. She didn't really have any clear path the elimination chamber had all the people who were going to compete for a chance to go to wrestlemania and take on bianca belair and she was not a part of that so she wanted to rectify that so she brings out uh what i i I think the quote is the world's worst manager uh adam pierce and says she wants a match to to get herself into the elimination chamber Be- uh, Bailey comes out, starts spouting all this this nonsense, and then Bianca comes out and says, "Oh, you guys are talking about my championship, but no one called me. So how about this? I'll take on all three of you, and and you know, if you guys one of you wins, you go in the chamber, and if I win, no one goes in the chamber. Well, that's what Adam Pierce said, and you know, that's fine. It's three um, championship level competitors going at it at the end of Raw. That's great, but." The match ended with Bianca winning, which means neither <laughs> neither Bailey nor Becky have a clear road to WrestleMania again. So what was the point of the match besides having a great match? It didn't move any story forward. It didn't start any sort of story. Uh, Becky already faced Bianca at last year's WrestleMania and lost. Bailey has lost and taken L's to uh, Bianca for the past, like, nine months i don't understand what their whole shtick is and how they're going to fit into wrestlemania but it, i don't think it has anything to do with bianca uh there was rumors that there's going to be a, a three-on-three uh women's tag with um becky lita and trish versus damage control maybe that's what's happening but last night's match didn't really push anything forward uh They cleared the match for Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley, which I am thoroughly enjoying. Everyone has been saying for years that Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley have kind of been ships in the night, not really tackling each other. And given that they both kind of have the same sort of trajectory in the business where they both were actual, you know, MMA fighters, they're both enormous human beings (laughs) with incredible physiques and while Brock Lesnar was definitely put over a lot more, Bobby Lashley has had has held a championship, I believe, in every thing he's ever done, be it MMA or you know, Bellator or 
uh, uh, where was he? Impact. I can't remember the other wrestling factors he was in. Um, and WWE, he's held championships everywhere. So them colliding now and having a long, a nice prolonged storyline is fantastic. Uh, Bobby Lashley is doing great work. They're obviously setting up Hurt Business. He's working a little heel while also working face. Like he's still acknowledging the crowd. It's a fun little uh, back and forth between these two behemoths, especially with Brock Lesnar being off the leash a little bit where he doesn't have Paul Heyman talking for him when he speaks now. Also, have you guys clocked his weird Texas accent he's trying to put on? It's strange. Um, but they're having a they're they're having some great matches. Bobby Lashley's really playing up his uh his ability to beat um Brock Lesnar, and I think Brock's going over at uh, Elimination Chamber. I think this is a run back of the Crown Jewel match. I don't think they I think they want that mat that match to happen in front of more people in front of more eyes. I don't know what the, the metrics are on watching Crown Jewel, but I'm sure it's not what they wanted. So they're running that back. Uh, all that said, uh, Bronson Reed took on Mustafa Ali. And once again, I believe Mustafa came out with brand new gear. He's had, I swear, he's had at least five or six different looks in the past nine to 10 months. I don't know what his character is. I don't know. I don't know what his whole shtick is anymore. And all he does is lose. Now, if you're telling me that we're getting back to the the sort of professional wrestling where there are clear jobbers that are just there to take L's and Mustafa Ali is one of them. Fine. I don't like the fact that uh, that that's what that is, but someone has to lose. And if you have dubbed this man for the time being to be that guy, along with you know the likes of a Chad Gable or um, who else? Who else loses all the time? Baron Corbin. Um, obviously, there needs to be you know people who lose. Uh, Chad Gable loses, but I think he comes out a little less. Uh, marred by the loss because he's a comedy act with Otis and now that they're moving into the Masse and Mansoor male models angle that's full comedy they might have some fun going into Wrestlemania with just the four of them having you know some weird back and forth so they'll you know and the the male models are also losing losers who lose all the time so they'll, they'll rack up some wins with two jobbers versus each other but I'm I'm struggling with what uh, Mustafa Ali is doing as in he has any choice but again if you're telling me that's what his role is is just to lose but also be sort of like a whiny personality I don't understand the kind of trajectory to what that is everyone says you know Mustafa Ali is fantastic he's great he is he's a he's an amazing uh, professional wrestler he cuts incredible promos when he's given a shot he has great ideas, it seems, to, to for characters that never get clear for some reason. And for whatever reason, he had he had the brass ring. He was going over, you know, before Kofi Mania. He got hurt, and then he's never been able to get back to that point. But now, these days, I mean, like I said, he's had so many different looks. He had the braided look with the weird uh, tie kickboxing trunks. He has this, this hurt business-looking uh, pants combo going on now and again for a time there when he was 
you know, jumping Bobby Lashley, I thought they were going to recruit him into the hurt business. The way he was, he kept getting beat up and Bobby Lashley kept picking him up and telling him to, you know, relax or whatnot. And that never went anywhere either. So, again, if, if we're going back to the clear jobber angles, I mean, yeah, people have to lose. And I was talking to Dad's First Time about something quite like this. Shout out Dad's First Time, twitch.tv slash Dad's First Time, where... There, there aren't many jobbers these days. Everyone's a personality. Everyone has fans. Everybody is a big name. Everybody is known. They're, you know, it's it's harder these days to have clear, you know, clear jobbers. People who are who are going to take the L, like a blue meanie, you know, or like the yokel, yokel, the local yokels, uh, the the local talent who take L's, like. Uh, Lacey Evans has been fighting nothing but, you know, nobodies on SmackDown. Those are the people who are supposed to take L's because we don't know who they are. So they they can take the L and we don't really care. But people like Mustafa Ali, who has incredible traction in fans to be booked so poorly is very strange. Anyway, we're going into Elimination Chamber. It should be a fun uh, premium live event. What matches are you guys excited for? Are you confused as I am? about Bailey and Becky, let me know in the comments. This 10 minutes went by really, really fast. Make sure to hit that bell, subscribe, tell a friend or two. Come back tomorrow for a brand new episode and don't you ever forget. I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you, don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.